You weren't going to tell me, Kate. We have a sister. You haven't exactly made yourself available. Here I am. And here you are. Leave her alone. No, it's it's okay. I understand why she resents me. Oh, goody. Let's add blindly empathetic to the list. I'm just saying I wasn't held captive for half my life. I'm confused. Surely someone found you washed up on the riverbank after mommy's car crashed into the river. No one found me. I never washed up onto the riverbank. And how did you survive the infamous crash? Do tell. I doubt you simply swam to shore like a nimble little frog paddling past mother's head as it popped in the wrap. That didn't go over. But there was a crash. Was there not? So on your earth, rather than simply standing by and sobbing, your Kate pulled you from the car before it fell. I always wondered what my life would have been like if you had saved me. I just never imagined that I'd be so basic. never had to witness the horrors that I saw. Ears that never had to hear the evils I heard. Lips that never had to beg for her life. His two Beth Canes can't exist at the same time. What's up, y'all? We back again with another episode of Knights in Gotham Podcast. This is your official, 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 beefficial uh, Batwoman review show, uh, Carefree Black Nerd and them coming through. Uh, <laughs> I am one of your co-hosts, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd, and I'm joined with me today, like every episode, with Sid Davis yes, of yes. the Social Introvert Podcast, back once again. <laughs> yes, coming off of a hiatus. Uh, yeah, CW been kind of weird these last couple weeks, it's back and forth between Black Lightning and and Batwoman, well, who can take the most breaks, I guess, shit. Um, I'm trying to readjust, I think, based on Arrow ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that makes sense. That makes sense. I'm uh, I'm a very unique, uh, probably not that unique, but a very unique uh, Arrowverse watcher as I only watch those two shows. I catch Supergirl and I catch some scenes from other shows, but I'm not knees deep in it. So, to me, I feel like, the fuck y'all doing? But I'm sure to... People who watch everything, it's like, yeah, nigga, that's just what they do. So, uh, um, so we back with Batwoman. This is season one, episode twelve. Take your choice. Now, this episode aired uh, February sixteenth, twenty twenty. That was Sunday, and uh, this past Sunday actually. And as Kate is pulled between two sisters, Luke and Mary are tasked, tasked, task, test. Test, sure, with finding the cause behind Beth's debilitating headaches. Alright, so we back. We been gone for a minute. 
We got a little, a, a little bit of room to breathe. How you feeling about this episode coming back off the hiatus? Um, I, I like this way, way better than the last two episodes. This was like the, the last two episodes I didn't have an issue with, but this was a much better improvement. Okay, okay. I uh, I agree. I agree. I did like this episode. Now, I don't think Batwoman is a terrible show. I mean, we've had our critiques, but I think this episode in particular was really, really good for me. And I don't know. I, I know the things about it that I like, but I don't know why this one felt like such a great episode over some others that we've seen. Uh, but I guess we'll get into that. Hell, uh, shall we open up? Oh, I'm sorry. Before opening up, use that hashtag KIGpod when you're listening to this podcast, when you're watching Batwoman Live on CW app, on CW, on YouTube, and syndication. However you consume your Batwoman media, use that hashtag KIGpod. Let us know that you're listening. Make this a conversation. All right. So, one thing that I don't know if I liked or dislike about this episode is that I feel like we were just dropped in to a space that we we know what's going on but it felt like the show to me anyways when it opened up I felt like I was missing like 10 to 15 minutes prior to that opening scene I felt like mm-hmm. okay we here I know what we're doing but it it felt it felt like it wasn't a complete opening yeah because you can tell it's a continuation like right off of last episode but yeah. it was like some things from last episode you, you would think that would bleed over into this one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we we just didn't get any answers yeah. uh, from some of the questions Ooh, that we had yeah. besides some of the other ones because I, I think you mentioned Mouse yeah. being in custody mm-hmm, yeah and I, I, I shortly forgot about it until you said it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. He got impaled uh, by that thing in the uh, junkyard last yeah. episode. But I didn't I, look. I'm going to go with it because they've given it to us. But I didn't. I don't remember. It, was, it, it happened so quick, though. That's the thing. That's why I kind of forgot until you said something about him. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm, 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 okay, I remember now. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we opened up, which... This, okay, I, okay, I've never been to prison, I've watched tons of true crime, I've watched tons of, like, prison lockup shows, this to me seemed a little bit weird, Sophie is standing at Jacob's side while he's in his, like, prison's best, sitting at the table talking to that, um, plastic surgeon dude, and they're just trying to get the facts together and pretty much try to clear Jacob's name, but that's, Sophie and Jacob... I guess even being on the same side of the table felt weird because I was like, is this not maximum security? Like, what is what are the rules here? Because this felt... Yeah, because the, the way that it looked, man, is like any other regular prison didn't look like max security, okay. especially the events that went on further into this episode. Okay. Like, ain't no way. This ain't no max security, okay. bro. Okay, I can accept that. I, it just it just looked odd, but they're they're pretty much pleading with the boy, like the, the guy. Look, what can you do about this? Then the third is it possible for somebody to have a fake mask and all this? And they're like, okay, yeah, maybe, but you know, I can't really fucking help you out. And uh, homeboy up and leaves. Um, I think he requested to speak. No, no, no. 
They said they got the guy in custody who did it, i.e. Mouse. And Homeboy was like, okay, well, you know, this has been enough for the day. I'll see you motherfuckers later. And I had my reservations about this guy. And I'm not going to act like I was in it from the first moment. Because when we saw him in other episodes, I was just like, okay, whatever. He's, he's a cool dude, whatever. It wasn't until this episode that he started to feel weird to me. So... I'm just yeah. I, at first, I was like, "Man, he kind of looked like Mouse." I did say that to myself. He kind of looked like Mouse's mm-hmm. dad, but I'm like, nah. <laughs> nah but I, was like, I see it a little bit. Yeah. I see it. Yeah, but I didn't want to just throw it out there and be mistaken later yeah. on. Well, the spoiler alert: you weren't. So, <laughs> shit. Uh, another something that I'm a bit kind of thrown off on is. How the fuck does the Crow security hierarchy work? Um, I get that Sophie is a main character, but I never felt like her position was like second in command to Jacob. So Mm -hmm. am I wrong or... None of that was set up. None. I mean, (laughs) I was like, okay, but since you were security at the, like, I don't know, ball, like you weren't... You didn't hold this title before, so who's in that position? I don't know. It's it's cool, I guess. Um, I, I I didn't catch anything of passing of the torch mm-hmm. to Sophie while he was like out. Yeah, not at all. Uh, she's going on a rampage with the crows. They breaking into like homeless, um, not shelters, but like uh, squatting houses. I'll I'll call them because I don't know the exact terminology but it's like a not a bunch but like one white woman with blonde hair is like shook down because Sophie's like if you see Alice shoot that bitch as soon as you see her no fucking questions asked and I'm like oh, alright um and the guy mm-hmm. asks her like fam this ain't it she's like I'm commander in chief so this is the fuck we doing and I'm like eh. alright Sophie I, I guess and you tell me if I'm wrong or if I'm mistaken, but I don't even feel like Jacob and Sophie, either one, don't have enough chemistry or two, they didn't set up well enough that she was, that he was like a father to her. Like, they barely did. She was like a daughter to him. Like, they try to force it. They I, they try to give it to you to make it seem like there's this father-daughter mm-hmm. relationship with the two. And you see, in past episodes, we've seen that where they tried to yeah. push that narrative but i same like you bro i don't see it yeah um it's not convincing at all whatsoever I, I just don't see it yeah and it, it is I, I don't know and then you don't even have to go that route you could just be like this well even if you say mentor i still don't still don't believe it mm, i don't know i'm not shitting on them i mean they they getting their checks <laughs> so good for them but i don't i don't buy it um like, so we have not kind of a montage where spliced up we have the crows doing their shit and then we have Luke and Mary in a suburban and they're driving down the street in Gotham. Now, this is also where I was a bit confused because we're coming up off of the last episode. They have Rachel, Rachel, um, Beth in the back seat, and the city is on high alert looking for Alice. I, I will admit, I didn't rewatch the last episode before this one. I probably should have. But why is everybody after Alice? Like, is there any other reason 
is it is it just the Jacob faults um, imprisonment, or is there another reason that I'm not remembering? I I think it was due to Jacob's false imprisonment. They're trying to prove Alice had something to do with all of that that went down. Okay, the of Jacob. Wait, Catherine. Is the last episode when she uh, pulled that gun to Sophie's head? Yes. Okay. I, man, I'm in this weird space with the hiatus and with like personal life action. Like I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm fucked up to be honest. Because I know that that episode ended off of um, Beth and Alice in pain. True. Okay. Man. Okay. So the city is on a manhunt after Alice. Uh, Beth looks exactly like Alice. So I like that. I feel like they raised the stakes well enough. Um, so Beth is in the back seat hiding under some jackets when they, uh, roll up to like a checkpoint. And I like that Mary, like throwing her weight around. She's like, okay, motherfucker, I'm, you know, you know who my dad is. I'm Mary. So this, uh, this shit. And so they, it, it works for a second, but then Beth starts to get that headache that her and Alice share makes a little bit of like a groaning noise and the police or the crows or whoever crows start looking in the car and they pull Luke and Mary out and here come Batwoman. How do you feel about this scene and how it was handled with Batwoman coming in and pretty much whooping everybody's ass? Um, at least she showed up uh, on time instead of the crows. Say that. Say that was that. the first time I threw I'm like, what the hell is she doing there? Like, what is this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dropped in at the nick of time. Yeah. Saved him. Told him to keep going on. You know, past the checkpoint. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. I mean, it was okay, but I'm like, I was surprised she happened to be there or show up mm-hmm. one time. Mm. I just noticed that she they changed been... the license plate as well. Like, as soon as they reversed and pulled away, the license plate number changed. So that's that's cool. Um, yeah, I liked it. It felt, it felt, I felt kind of odd because they didn't keep going. They reversed. And went back into Gotham. And I was thinking, why would you... Like, if you're getting through this checkpoint with the help of... Like, I, why would you go back into Gotham? But, you know, what do I know? Um, next up, we get Rachel Maddow, the, uh, the, the, the radio shock jock, whatever. Talking shit about getting pat down. And I really like her, her role in this show. Um, I think it's unique. Uh, I don't watch all the Arrowverse shows, so I don't know if it's unique to... Arrowverse show, but I can't recall too many shows, and I'm sure they're out there. I remember Desperate Housewives had Homegirl who was murdered in the first episode, spoiler alert, and she was the narrator for the whole series. Um, mm. Then you got Riverdale, but that's so inconsistent. Eh. But whereas those are like more or less narrators of the whole show, whereas Rachel Maddow's character is an actual character in the show. Like, she not saying, oh, can you believe Alice is doing this right now? She's, like, literally a radio host. So, I kind of like that. I like that. Um, immediately after, Alice pulls out her switchblade and throws it into the neck of one of the Crow agents. I'm starting to lose, or starting to, I have no confidence in the Crows at all. Like, they're not good at anything. They're trash. I don't like them. They're not doing nothing. Alice is doing anything. Mm-hmm. Except at what second, third episode they took her into custody? 
Yeah, and, and that even in the newest Bond. Yeah, they suck. They man. weren't successful in that. They haven't all. done anything. Yeah, them dudes is trash. Like this is like the third <laughs> agent she's murdered, like straight up killed. And not that they gotta have a spider sense, but you gotta be, man. I feel like I don't know. I mean, it's TV, so whatever. But like, you can't have Alice whooping everybody's ass. Y'all just look weak as the fuck. So that is uh that is what she did and then she gets a splitting headache which presumably is at the same time as beth of course and um we go to wayne tower wayne loft uh mary lucas beth and kate i definitely was going to call her ruby rose kate shows up they talking very sciencey stuff pretty much there this scene we we discover that not only you know is one of them gotta die but they're like sales are degenerating very fast and they only have like <coughs> seven hours to live and one of them has to die for the other to live and so i didn't think this was a hard choice to make um i, I no no let me take that back i didn't think this would be something that would cause as much emotional stress because I didn't feel like when it came to Kate it didn't seem like there was like she to me doesn't feel as emotionally attached to one as she does to the other so I thought this would have been easy as fuck but I guess I was wrong I don't know I mean especially Uh, what episode this is 12 yeah 12 episode 10 she had told (laughs) Episode 10, she had told Alice, she basically told her, like, you're dead to me. Yeah. Uh, Like, I don't want to look at you. I hate you. Mm -hmm. This and the third. Mm -hmm. Same like you. I'm thinking that she would easily go ahead and just, all right, we got to get Alice and take her out. Yeah. Um, I, I get on paper the struggle because even though one is like a perfect sister, the other one is your in continuity sister and she's been through a lot but there's like i don't i don't see anybody offering ways to rehabilitate her i I see them talking about killing her i see them talking about imprisoning her but nobody's like oh she didn't been through hell let's get arkham's finest to sort her out let's get a magician to hypnotize like nobody i don't see anybody offering solutions they're treating her as an antagonist which she is so like just kill her and be done you know, because you clearly ain't really fucking with her, so... Ah, I don't know. Um, let me see what else. So, uh, one thing of note, and I, I do this on every episode. The police, uh, or Crows, pulling that gun out on Luke. I get it as part of the show. I understand why it happened. I see, I, I see the moving parts. But, man... Them pulling that gun I, on that I, black I man. Too when I saw that scene. Ooh, that shit was. That was. He's, he's sitting there driving. He's the one driving, and then the way he threw his hands up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Uh, well, of course you you felt the same way, but yeah. I, when when like that, and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. It's kind of like I felt it a little bit too, bro. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> it's the optics because I feel like they don't. I feel like they're missing the mark 
too many times when it comes to Luke and like the judicial system and the shit he's dealing with in um, proximity to whiteness and especially white women that a lot of kind of stories or teachable moments or shining the light on this issue could be could could have happened but I feel like they're not it's like they're just writing him which it's good and a bad thing if you're just writing the character because you're just writing a character but you can't ignore the things that make up that character I feel like he's his blackness isn't given um isn't really um accepted into the story it's more or less that this is the smart nerdy guy it's not which is cool black people are some are but he he made mention of that in that executioner episode yeah but remember that that now because we're so far removed and it only happened that once feels like the very special black episode or the very special criminal justice it doesn't feel like um like and i say this because kate's lesbianism comes up often we had a whole damn episode where the, the young girl was dealing with her her homophobic parents or not as accepting parents where Sophie talked about, you know, her mama for a little second and Kate, but there's been so many episodes and I know that Luke isn't the Kate of the show, but he's still on there. And so if you're using him, this is kind of the same issue I had with Sophie. Like, yeah, she's there, but who the fuck is this? You mentioned your mama. Who the fuck is your mama? You know, your white husband didn't up and left you and, and that nigga, did it just write him off the show? Like, I feel like there's missed opportunities for more, and this was one of them. But I understand what we're watching, so I can compartmentalize and keep on moving. So there's that. Um, one thing I was shocked on is that Kate didn't tell Beth that she was Batwoman. Is there a reason for that? Did she mention it and I just didn't? Okay, because why wouldn't you tell your sister... Hey, I'm Batwoman because one of two things. Either she's going to be the one that dies and like sad to say, oh, well, she knew and she's gone. Or she's the one that lives and it would make sense that she would be aware so that if shit hit the fan later on, she knows, oh, my sister's Batwoman. I got to move differently. I don't know. Right. Mm. Well, but she didn't tell her. I thought that was pretty silly. Um, Yeah. So they talk about multiverse and. All this and that, and, and Beth is pretty much dying, so she's drinking whiskey and talking nerd shit with everybody else. I um I actually really did like these scenes in the Wayne Tower with the four of them, Mary, Luke, Beth, and Kate. I like... That's funny, too. <laughs> she said, well, alcohol slow my degeneration. <laughs> I mean, questions... As soon as she has that, she start pouring, Kate start pouring alcohol. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm with her at this point. Beth could do coke, drink liquor, fuck whoever she want. Hell, do whatever quote unquote sinful behavior because you're going to die anyways. Like at this point, you're slated to die in about six hours. Um, this episode actually made me like Alice even not even more, but it kept my love for Alice up there. Uh, I felt like she was very resourceful. I felt like she was the stronger of the two twins. And not because Beth is just trash, but because of the life she led. 
even in the face of her own mortality, this motherfucker is killing crow agents, putting on disguises, breaking into hospital rooms to save her brother, uh, going after, like, she's still doing her Alice shit on, like, 50% energy. And I, I like that. Right. I like that. Um, yeah, I like that. So she, uh, one thing I don't like <laughs> is that she walks up through the hospital, walks up to a crow agent, shows the badge, and is like, I'm here to transport the patient, walks in to talk to Mouse, but fast forward to the end of the scene, she leaves, and there's, like, nobody out there. And I was like, who's just moving this? Pa-? This nigga is in a hospital gown, <laughs> in the hospital bed, handcuffed to the damn side of the bed. He's not, like, how do you not know he's not scheduled to be moved? Right. This is, For an Ample opportunity for him to, uh, to escape low-key, like, the way that went. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I did see people in the background. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She walked past two people, then that other crow security officer, and then walk. You walk back out, and it's just nothing. I'm like, yeah. damn, that's an opportunity to dip. He can, he could, yeah, he could have just left. Now, uh, with him being impaled in the back, I get why you're not leaving, but he could, like you said. Um, I forgot that this was the well when it first aired. I forgot that. The last time Mouse saw Alice, it was actually Beth. So I like how, you know, nervous he got. And he started <clears throat> rattling off their little, like, Alice in Wonderland code and shit. And she was like, nigga, what the fuck wrong with you? Yeah, uh, through the looking gas or whatever she's <laughs> And uh, he's like, yeah, this wasn't you. They had a girl. She looked like you. She's, she act like you, but she wanted you. And I like that. It, I like that piece of continuity where... It's almost like you're reading a book where you you you're reading something and you know what's going on, and then you as the reader know that okay these two characters don't know this person's secret and you're just waiting for it to come out. I don't know if that's the best analogy, yeah. but I forgot it, but I remembered, and then I remember oh y'all haven't talked, so you wouldn't know what the fuck he's talking about. I I just yeah I, like I, I completely I, I completely forgot about that. I was like yeah that's right those they mm. that was the last time he did see her mm-hmm. so they didn't. Cause I forgot he was actually he was rocking solo mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that whole episode when he captured Kate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, through this episode, I gotta say I, I I think I like Mouse more than I did before. I mean, I'm he I'm not a stand, but I I, th- I think I just like villains. Honestly, I think I have to come to the realization I like villains. But this episode really elevated him to for me. He ain't Alice no. level, but I liked him a yeah, little more. I, mean, I do. It's just I don't think because Alice to me is so convincing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. I just like her a lot. Mm-hmm. It's kind of to me, she just overshadows him. I don't oh, know. Maybe absolutely yes. Maybe I need to see something from him. My 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 uh, admiration mainly comes from that later scene with that man. That's what got me. <laughs> That's so it isn't necessarily he's a great actor because it's not it's not it's just the we've seen the character as a child we've seen him and his issues with Alice and her relationship with Kate slash Batwoman and so to see that later scene and to see that he's consistent like no this is the family I chose that's I was like okay I I right. I, I felt not I never felt like he was gonna betray Alice but I felt. 
Like, oh, he's really down for the cause. You know, so, you know, there's that. Um, Batwoman shows up to a raid. Sophie and the Crows are running into this building to smoke out Alice. And Batwoman pleads with her not to... Not to, um... Not to kill Alice. To let her bring her in and whatever else. And this is another part where I feel like, why don't you just tell Sophie what's going on? I felt like if anybody on the show would listen to you, it would be Sophie. Now, if it was your dad, like, yeah, there's there's two Beths and, you know, such, such maybe he wouldn't give a fuck. But I feel like Sophie, of all people, would have actually listen to okay what the fuck you mean it's too bad explain this to me ah that's just me but i, I get what you're saying mm-hmm. I, not to say she was just gonna automatically believe it but i feel like for all the shit y'all have dealt with already she would have been the person to be like okay you, i'm willing to listen but you got to give me proof or something like that um i don't know i don't know so she like, no, nah, motherfucker, I can't do that. We ain't fucking with each other. We ain't in a relationship. She fucking killed our dad, and I got to get her. Or she she set up our dad. So we go back to Wayne Tower, and we got Luke, Mary, and Beth talking their shit. Beth coughing blood into her hand, and lo and behold, who the fuck pops up? You ain't me. It is Alice. Oh, yeah. I... What... You weren't feeling it. I no no. I am, but I it just. Oh, okay. I was like, okay, what? What? Well, one of two things. One, of course, we know Rachel Scarston. That's her name, right? Scarston. Scarston. Yeah. She plays both characters. So I was thinking, ooh, I don't know if I'm confident on their CGI. How are they going to put this woman in this room acting? I I was confident in her acting. I was just scared at what the what the editing would look like, and I thought it was pretty good. Seeing her come through that door fucked me up because not that she's not capable, but I wasn't thinking. I guess I was. What's the what's the phrase? Lulled into a uh, false sense of security because they were in this Wayne Tower. I wasn't you know thinking what? Alice could just pop up at any minute, and that's what fucked me up. I wasn't nah, expecting I mean, her. Cause he... I can't think, like, I lost count of how many motherfuckers broke in. Well, yeah. Place, <laughs> how, how they made it so open to just the yes. access to just enter the mm-hmm. building. I was like, you know what? Alice going, she going to pop up <laughs> sooner or later. I don't know when. Yeah. Her ass popped up real soon. Immediately. Yeah, no, no, I'm with you, and I just, I was, I was so into the show, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, and I, I'm sure I had that thought that they were going to see each other eventually, but I wasn't, I, like, when she came around that corner, I was like, oh, okay, there's, there's Alice, yeah. kill this bitch, <laughs> that's what, that's where I was, Um, but of course, this scene is what made me consistently stand for Alice, Um, her pretty much interrogating her alternate universe self. Um, I don't know. This show, for all the things they get wrong or right, they really, to me, get Alice so right. Um, 
and not just like how they writing her and the shit she does, but her history, her dark upbringing, and then with this episode, she already dealt with a bunch of shit, but now I have to deal with the physical manifestation of the life I could have had. And yeah. it's man. Yeah, I, that I, I thought they were gonna skip a little bit over that mm-hmm. and I'm glad that was brought up into that scene mm. she was like wait a minute yeah she's like so all it took was for you mm. to pull me out and you didn't mm. but she got the life that she wanted yeah. and the other earth I'm like oh fam yes yes uh yeah. it oh man okay so one thing Luke did not move he stood in that same spot for this whole scene when she walks in he's like ah if I stay still maybe she won't notice me or some shit uh but Rachel her acting I think was so good because you're playing two polar opposite types of people as Bev she's very reserved and kind of meek a little fearful it looks and as Alice is like vengeful boisterous angry like again all it took was for you to climb your little ass into that fucking car and pull me out and we both would be alive today Mm -hmm. Woo! that was some heavy shit and and then even beth the character beth i'm look i'm looking at like yes she wants to be alive yes she wants to win but at the same time you're you're not a you're oh okay how do i say this you're not biologically a twin to anyone like the the actress the Rachel and then the the character of Beth though Kate is your twin you y'all are fraternal you don't like you and Alice look exactly alike you are essentially the same person and you yeah. have to have empathy for this person because this person is you just with different circumstances it's oh yeah, bro, they did that with this one. <laughs> I, I, I'm a fan. I'm. I'm I just like how she do it on Kate. Like, bro, all it took you for you is to climb through and just pull me out. Yes, and that right there, I was and Kate just standing there looking dopey, like, oh yeah, you know. I mean, I know she was dealing with distress too, but again, Alice is the most not disrespected she is the one person who has been through the most shit in this fucking show man um and they keep playing in her fucking face like uh, I, I just I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine there's a you from a whole nother universe that was treated well for I don't know forever and, yeah mm, I gotta I gotta go back and look at the first episode just to see just to see um, how that that shot, because there I do remember like a little bit. Yeah. Of me trying to reach for Beth. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I think so. I think so too. And it's unfortunate because again, Kate was a child. Like there's. Yeah. I mean, you you're a kid, and it's just like I don't know what to fucking do. Like I know to reach for her and try to get her out, but then it's like this car is teetering. A little bit off the bridge, mm-hmm. and you go over, you know, any sense of weight, jump around, moving, 
vibration. The, the car could flip over yeah. at any moment. So I could see Kate not being able or having a struggle to save her sister. Right, right. No, no, I, I see that. And again, she's a child. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's easy to judge, but I'm, I'm more forgiving for childhood Kate than I am for adult Kate. Um, I like that Alice pretty much got into herself. She's like, you know, I never imagined that if I had have been saved, I'd be so basic. Yeah, you're astrophysicist and this and that, but, you know, you, you fuck you, you trash. Um, <laughs> essentially, hell. And, oh, I do want to mention before continuing, they kind of made reference to Mr. Freeze talking about, uh, what was it? Chirotech? Cro- the, uh, cry- uh, cryotech. Um, yeah. and freezing her and stasis and they know a guy and such, such. And I was like, okay, is, don't be fucking playing. Like, this the one Easter egg I kind of caught because I'm not as well versed with the DC universe. But I caught that. I was like, okay, we gonna get Mister Freeze, Oh man, man. So maybe they won't, maybe they won't use him. But I thought that was cool. I was like, all right, Mister Freeze, Arnold Schwarzenegger exists in this world. Oh no, not him. He said, oh no. Bruh, the fuck out Oh, this nigga. Uh, yeah, so uh, Alice pulls out her switchblade and throws it at Beth's head, and then Kate catches it. And I'm like, I, I believe that Kate can fight, and I think that she's a great fighter. But that move was not consistent with what we've gotten from her. So I wasn't impressed. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, you've that's never been highlighted as a thing she's good at. Like, you good at throwing the batarangs, you good at hand-to-hand combat, but catching that thing right before it went to her face, I, I wasn't, I don't know, I don't feel like I'm just shitting on the I show, was but I was like, like yo, last episode, no. Bro. Episode four that. Speak on with it. With the girl. Um, that fight scene at the school. Yeah. Kate comes up, tries to swing, completely misses. And Alice had her back turned. Mm-hmm. I'm like, with that scene right there, her catching that knife, yeah, or switchblade, I'm like, no way. I thought it, I mean, it was kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Thought, but I'm like, nah. Yeah, I wasn't. Oh, mm. after that, they have their shared migraine, and Alice runs out, and Kate gets ready to chase after her, and Luke says, "No, Beth needs you," and I was like, well. You're here. You can take care of her. You've been taking care of her this whole episode. Why would you stop Kate from going after that? Like, she's weak. You can kill her. You can actually subdue her. Why would she need to stay with Beth? You are here. You are here. You ain't did shit this whole scene. You're here. Take care of this white woman. Keep her safe. Like... Save the astrophysicist. Save the world. Like, bruh. So, I was like, man, you... Okay, Luke. Like, find time to jump in and help. You could have been whooping Alice's ass, too. Like, I just, I just don't get it. I, why was he not doing anything? You are worthless, Luke. Like, shit. Um, yeah, that nigga. Um, 
so whatever. Alice gets away and Kate's hair is styled differently. I don't know. Um, next scene, we get Jacob going to the bathroom unsupervised, which I don't know if they do that in prison or jail, but whatever. I'm now, security. Hmm? Maximum, yeah. Well, yeah, it could Not be. Now, this is where, okay, he gets into a fight with Alice's ex or current boyfriend, the one that's in jail. Um, I'm fine with that. What I really liked is that the boyfriend was like, you know, the crows, fuck y'all, because you, just as corrupt, you only protect people who can afford you, which I'm fine with that, but that is news that we haven't gotten before. I don't recall anyone ever saying the crows were corrupt. I just recall them giving uh, Captain a lot of shit because she was like an arms dealer. But I don't remember the crows ever having this public persona as bad guys. So I appreciate him saying it, but it felt like it was pulled out of thin air. Yeah, I feel the same way. It was like... How are they corrupt? Like, these niggas ain't done nothing. They trash. Yeah, can't fight. But that sounds like you can't just try to retcon some shit just because we've been on a hiatus. I I remember that. I would remember that. Um, So I'm okay. I I, I like that he said it. I don't like that he said it because the show didn't prove this to me that they're corrupt. But you went out of your way to make sure that uh, woman of color, that uh, Catherine was the horrible, crazy arms dealing bitch, and she's dead now. But, like, if he was corrupt too, what the. F- and how far does this go? Is Sophie corrupt too? Like, it, I think it's an interesting idea. They just didn't pay off well. And then, nope. So, like, that, when they had the, um, the couple of guys tied up. Last was it last episode? Mm-hmm. Wait, or that, either ten or eleven. Oh yeah, yeah. When she yeah when she pissed with that dude. Gangster. Mm-hmm. Kind of show. Well, that is corrupt what she was doing because I'm like that's obstruction of justice. So, but that uh, was like the that. only instance. I don't. It to me, I thought you got the Gotham Police and then you got the Crows, like kind of a SWAT team, though they aren't. Um, though they aren't affiliated with the police, they're like a private security company. That that's the way I took it. I never, t- and so even in that regard, then that makes sense that they wouldn't fucking work for just anybody. You have to pay me. I, this the whole the whole thing is weird. But I'm a private security company. But I'm doing the shit that the police should be doing. Sometimes I don't know. Do better, y'all. Um, this is where I have my issue. Alice's boyfriend stabs him in the stomach. Jacob is bleeding through his stomach, but they, he's still holding his own in the fight. I can forgive that. Maybe he just that skilled. The black man from the first episode that Jacob was in jail, the one who had been picking with him for God knows what reason, comes in and saves him. Yeah, that threw me off. I was like, what? Why? <laughs> what is he doing here? He came in and was like, hold up. I want to say he said like I'll need a favor on the outside or something. I'm oh, hoping says, it's better to keep you alive, puppy dog. But what was the? I, I really. I, this is why I feel like some of the shit. Like if you had have done a better job at maybe five minutes here, three minutes there, writing a little bit more of Jacob's 
time in prison and not just when another main character needs to speak to him. Like, this could have been his own thing. You could have devoted, like, a C-plot to Jacob being in prison throughout the last two episodes and him and that black man having their... Because I don't... Visually, I recognized him, but his conversation with Jacob and even saving Jacob did not make sense to me. Why are you even... Like... They did this with Arrow. They did, you said? Uh, yeah, season seven. <clears throat> like, literally the first half when it starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oliver's in prison. And... Of course, he's trying to get to a certain level of the prison. This is a, a level that in the database does not exist, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diaz breaks into prison trying to kill Oliver. Mm-hmm. It's a whole prison fight. And him and I can't think of his name right now, but it's played by Michael Jai White. Mm-hmm. He's a villain on the show, but him and Oliver team up. And throughout the you know that first half of season seven, it's like a clash between the two. Then they come to you know terms of being cool with each other. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Hey, you, you owe me a favor, such and such, blah blah blah." But you got more than two scenes with them. That's before. what I'm saying. I, okay, they could have done something with this here. Yeah, yeah. And that's what. Because I, I saw that when I saw him saving Jacob, I'm like, bro. They pulled this shit right out of Arrow, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. implemented several of scenes. Yeah, with I, those two going back and forth. I didn't. I didn't like it. I didn't like because it, it, so much more you could have did, and especially when you ain't really handling your black characters all that well, anyways. If we gonna have this black man in prison, let me just accept it and give him more to do than to right. grimace at Jacob, to fuck with him while he on the phone, and then save him from a shanking. I was like, hmm. Oh, and they then, threw me off, and I was like, "Okay, that's kind of cool that he saved him." But then it's like, it's not warranted. Like it, mm-hmm. it's not earned. Yeah, I don't know why you're doing this. And now you want me to get invested? Is he going to even be there after when Jacob get out of jail? And that's the other thing. Why would you save him when you don't even know? If he's going to get like, I, I feel like there has been no conversation between Jacob and this black man to be like, man, all I need is two more weeks and I'm out of here scot free. Like, there, I, what would motivate me to save you when I don't know that you're going to get out? I think you're just in jail with me. So you don't have I have more power than you do in jail out in the in the real world. You have more power than me. But if I don't think you're getting out, like, why would I save you? I, right, mm. and that's the difference with Arrow. When when they found out Oliver was Arrow, they treated him like shit. The, mm. the media, the public, they, okay. To he was like down to nothing. Yeah, and even then, he was able to build himself back up into mm-hmm. a respectable individual. Okay, okay. Well, Jacob ain't that. Jacob ain't no fucking no. Oliver for sure. <laughs> this shit was. Oh, what the fuck is going on? Hmm. Um. Oh, next up, we find out that Mary has magical blood, which I, I'll go with it. But if I have a cold and I take cold medicine, it takes care of the cold, and that's that. Um. However, if I have um, what's something like I don't know, sickle cell. That's something you have. 
and you take medicine to help with that. So it's in your system. But if I have a cold, I take cold medicine, the cold is gone, I take the medicine, it's gone. There's no more cold medicine in my system three weeks later if I'm not taking more cold medicine. Whereas if I have some type of virus condition that I have to constantly take drugs, that'll be in my system. But then if I stop taking these drugs, the virus or whatever, if it ain't gone, is still there. This is a long-winded way for me to say, how is Mary, that antidote she took 12 episodes ago, why is it still in her blood? Is it permanent now? Like, yeah, Apparently... Because I remember Alex saying something. Yeah. She said, the key is your blood. Your blood is the key. And, and then I'm like, are they trying to set Mary up to be this um, potential? Zatanna? Team for like a future crossover or and, something. Yeah. And I, I got that feeling. But yeah. I'm like, where in the hell is this coming from? Yeah. that That's how I felt. I was like, okay. And I had even said, I think during the live tweet, I don't know much about DC characters. Somebody tell me if this sounds like an already existing character, male or it's, female. It's an existing character, but it's not Mary. Yeah. And look, I was like, this magical blood. So, like, does she not feel differently? Like, I hope it pays off. I hope it wasn't just some MacGuffin where... Oh, let's just use the antidote as magical blood, and it could set. Like I hope, because what happens is Alice pops up at the hospital, uh, the 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 Midnight Mary Hospital, and pretty much says her, "Hey, your blood is key." And Mary's like, "Why the fuck would I help you, bitch? You killed my mama." And she was like, "No, I gave you a gift. Remember, I let you live, and I, whatever." It's a very intense conversation. But what I took from that is that Mary has magical blood. What are we doing with this now? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. But I'm saying, hey, y'all better set it up. Oh, for, for sure. <clears throat> y'all better set it up in a way, because I, I like Mary a lot. Y'all better set this up in a way where it is a hundred percent satisfaction for me. Yeah, no, for sure. And at this point, I feel like this is the maker to break it kind of last leg of the the show the series i think the first all the episodes up until now were good as a collective story i think when crisis hit and we going into shit like this this is going to make or break this show for me you cannot end this show they have to have a phenomenal cliffhanger the rest of the episodes have to be perfect not necessarily perfect because everything ain't perfect but they have to be very good so, um, yeah, they got to be very good. So I'm very excited at what they're going to possibly do with Mary. I don't know what character they could make her to be, or if she would be a brand new original night nurse type character or something. But I'm really excited for what the fuck she got going on. Because if she the motherfucker who got the cure in her blood to cure anything, then shit, open that hospital back up, goddammit. Um... Yeah, so speaking of hospitals, we move right on over to Gotham General, I guess. And the plastic surgeon walks up to the hospital room, talks to a crow agent. He's like, I'm here to see the patient. And this motherfucker just move off to the side and let this nigga in. No credentials. <laughs> Nobody called ahead and said, this motherfucker coming. Like, y'all incompetent as fuck. And then why y'all watching over him and not the police? Bruh, I'm very look. I'm, I'm I'm sitting there watching this with my mom, right? Yeah. 
and that steam. I, I, I'm in the kitchen, so I'm facing towards the kitchen, whatever. And then off the corner of my eye, I see that scene. Hmm. And all I hear my mom's just like, well, how in the hell he get in there without Bro. ID and shit? Like, and I bust out laughing. I look. And I bust out. And I was like, hold on. And she rewinded it. And I'm like, fam. They asked him for nothing. Like, bro. He's like, oh, okay. He was talking about himself, about uh, a career of prestige and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What were you doing for absence when, mm-hmm. you know, you left mouth behind and all of that? What mm-hmm. were you doing? And it's like, this, I, don't, I don't know. They didn't ask him for shit. Yeah, at all. But this motherfucker surely pulled that damn mask off and was like, gotcha, bitches, mommy dearest, motherfucker. And I, I, I don't, I can't, I can't say honestly that, oh, I knew this nigga was going to show up. Um, because they haven't focused on dad present day. So for me, I don't think we ever got any confirmation. So I was like, damn, maybe he just went into hiding. Like I didn't give him too much space in my mind until this episode and I was like oh that's that nigga dad but I didn't think of it until the last scene it wasn't even at that first scene when him and Sophie and Jacob were talking it was like right before this scene where I was like oh that gotta be that nigga dad he a plastic surgeon so so I can't even be like oh I knew this shit from all along cause I honestly didn't um but yeah I I felt like they were going to touch on it later, but mm-hmm. it was something that Alice and Mouse plotted to kill him. Yeah. Um, you know, at an earlier age. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. I didn't expect for him to pop up, but I kind of looked at him like, he looks like Mouse's dad a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. Probably not, but whatever. Yeah. Well, that that that's some shit. That's what happened. Um, one thing I do like about this episode uh, is that we touched on, and it wasn't for long, but it was. I think it. I think for people who are aware of these things, it, it, it you you recognize it. Um, Mouse's dad says something. He's like, "Oh, you know, I forgive you." And Mouse says, "Well, forgive me for what? For standing up to my abuser?" And he said it, and it. it he said it. He was intentional, and the scene kept moving along. But I do like. The idea that they're, they've dealt with men who have had some type of emotional or physical or traumatic uh, shit from their childhood. Because I don't think you get a lot of that on TV or not as much as you do when it comes to women. Um, yeah. So I did appreciate that. Uh, in the midst of that, it, <sighs> Jacob's, Jacob's, Mouse's dad is out to kill Alice. And this is the scene that I say makes me like Mouse more. Because he's like, no, fuck that. This is my sister. This is my family. We stood up to you. And we're better for it. You not taking my family away. And out of all the shit that he's done. Out of his evil intentions. From the first half of the season. Going into this part of the season. I still, I like that. Mouse is consistently, I'm for family. This is my chosen family, which in the LGBTQAI plus alphabet gang queer community, that's a big deal. Which with everybody, I'm sure, but specifically because this show is very lesbian and queer focused, that's a big deal to have a chosen family because all your family doesn't always accept you. 
So I think right. I'm kind of, um, what do they call it? Projecting onto Mouse. Um, I can admit that and I can acknowledge that. But that, that whole setup where his daddy was like, motherfucker, you're going to tell me the truth one way or the other and pulls out this big ass syringe needle with a truth serum in it. I. <laughs> ha! This nigga is abusive. Uh, <laughs> he needs to die. <coughs> um. Right after he pulls the needle out and puts it into Mouse's neck, we cut over to the hospital, the underground hospital, and Alice is pulling this needle out of Mary. I thought that was some good editing. Mary wakes up and jumps on Alice's fucking head, and we have a fight. Yeah, I didn't expect that shit either. Oh, how do you feel about this fight, man? It's the choreography, all of it. That shit was hard because I didn't expect. Mm. She jumped up and started fighting. I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Hey, at first, I'm like, what the hell? But then I'm like, no, that's pent up aggression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Watching Alice kill her mom. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. I see yeah. it now. But Alice, Alice, uh, Mary was getting in her ass. Oh, for sure. <laughs> this was pulled a, a, a phone from off the wall. I, a few Beat things. Her over the head with it. Charged Bro. at her a second time. Bro. And, I down and just Mary was not to be fucked with. Mary was not. Uh, one thing I do like about this this scene is that Mary and Alice were wearing shoes. They were not wearing heels. A lot of times in superhero car- comic books and cartoons and shit, every woman got a pair of heels on. I personally feel like if you're not a woman character who can fly, why the fuck are you wearing heels? Because if you got to get down and dirty fighting, what, who the fuck fighting combat, hand-to-hand combat in some heels? I, I that That's always bothered me. I'm like, man, I know this is like some fantastical <laughs> shit. Bond girls in them James Bond movies. Now, th- now that, I could accept that more because that's the... That's the t- like, them motherfuckers are still like physically doing the choreography in those heels right. and like with Bond with espionage shit okay I can, I'm convinced that you you have to go under the radar so sometimes you gotta play a princess and sometimes you gotta play a lawyer lady so wear heels but this shit man I, I, I haven't even read a Batwoman comic in a very very long time but I bet dime for motherfucking dollar there's at least one or two issues where she has heels on like in her uniform that's what gets me if you what whatever let me i could go on for a while let me take a step back oh that just bothers me but i really like this fight scene i even like the stunt doubles like i could tell when it wasn't Alice and Mary, but I think they did a good enough job with jump cuts, with the choreography, with the costuming, and with the hair to kind of, I could suspend belief and be like, okay, that is Mary doing flips and shit. I liked it. I liked it. Bro, Mary, <laughs> man, look, man. <laughs> Mary came with the smoke. That's all I'm yes. saying. Yes, yes. Only way I could put it. Yes. Yes, the fuck she did. And I, I hope that they're slowly building her to be something greater. And these ain't just one-off incidents that's just happening. But she she held her own where Luke, I don't think, would have even would have would have fared well. I think Alice would have whooped his ass. Um, kudos to you, Mary. 
Um, so next we go to the Wayne Tower, and Kate is sitting with Beth. And I'm sorry to say this, not really, but having Rachel play Beth and Alice made Kate very boring this episode. She she didn't do it for me this episode. She was very I, boring. And that was the thing, because, too, real quick, about my mom again, she mm-hmm. was like, who the hell is this? That's Ruby Rose. She was like, that ain't no Ruby Rose. I said, that's <laughs> Ruby Rose from Orange is the Black. She's like, you know why I say that? I was like, yeah, because Ruby Rose is very attractive. I was mm-hmm. like, she just looks weird this episode. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I agree. And, but... Besides that, it's like this episode is like, man, it's more boring than usual. Yeah. Not doing a lot. Not yeah, just not doing a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I remember, did she dress up as Batwoman? She I did at the very beginning with the, the very beginning. Yeah, but not she. She was herself the rest of the episode. And this was like, uh, whatever. Uh, um, I was paying so much more attention to yes, Alex and Beth, yes, and his father. Um, and in the scenes that they were all in with um, Beth, mm-hmm. Luke, Harry, it's like they were just the main dynamic of the episode, or they made the episode interesting, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, Kate really didn't. Um, another thing I noticed, you know, when a lot of times when you shoot movies and TV shows, of course, you shoot different scenes on different days. It was right. very clear that they shot just by Kate's hair. I could tell what what de- what what scenes were shot on what different day. And this isn't like a slam against the show, but her hair was very smooth down, almost like a little boy on a lot of scenes. But then there were others where it looked how it normally looks, where it's a bit kind of fluffier, for lack of a better term, where it's a bit more like bigger. How it normally looks. And I was like, this is this kind of distracting. Um, but I think they did with that fight choreography. Having having Mary hit Alice over the head with that phone was very good. <laughs> okay, nigga. They did good with making that roll over into the next kind of plot point. Which is Mary stormed out of the hospital with the vial of blood. And Alice used her long-ass legs to pull the phone to her where she commences to call the crows and let them know that Alice, quote-unquote Alice, i.e. Beth, is at Wayne Tower. I thought that was cool. Uh, So we pop over to Wayne Tower where Kate's being boring and Beth is on her last leg with a dry-ass towel on her forehead. And then... The crows show up and they're like, we got this fucking place surrounded. Fuck you, motherfucker. You think you slick? Ask that bitch for some money. We know you got that motherfucking Beth in there, that Alice. What the fuck you gonna do? This this makes me realize why they didn't let it be known that Kate was Batwoman right away. But it still makes no sense. It's a payoff because now it's like, oh, the big reveal. Because they have to run into the um, Batcave. But... If I got my twin sister back, why would I not tell her, hey, I'm Batman, I'm Batwoman, or whatever? That made no sense to me. None at all. Especially if she's already going to die. I'm going to tell you everything. I'm going to tell you everybody I didn't slept with, all the crimes I've committed. 
that I'm a bitch. I'm gonna tell you everything because you are probably about to die. On top of that, you're my twin. Let's catch up. Um, yeah, I don't know. That that was just odd I to mean, me. There was a scene in there between her and Luke. Mm, mm-hmm. Luke, you know, sort of kind of checked her mm-hmm. about who she is, her identity, mm-hmm. uh, or her alter ego. Yeah. And then men- not mentioning that to Beth. Yeah. Felt it was kind of weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Until that scene came up where they had to go to the back cave. Yeah. So I, 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 I yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, that's it. I was just agreeing. I, I really did like that scene. And I was like, are they going to follow up with that? And then you get the crows invading mm-hmm. Wayne Enterprises. Mm-hmm. And then them just, the first idea she gets is like, all right, back cave. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like that. Um, I'm also like, you still could have told her you were Batwoman and she, like, no one knows there is a Batcave. So that still would have been a surprise, I think, but whatever. Um, when the crows surround Wayne Enterprise and then they show up and they're in the loft and they don't see anything, I feel like they need to move Wayne Enterprises somewhere else. Because like you said earlier, so many fucking people have broken in here just walked in here. Remember that time, was it Mary just like walked in this motherfucker? Uh, the first time she showed up when she was kind of drunk? Like, yeah, people are just out of in school. here. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, magpie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Knock Luke down. And, Ugh, uh, bruh. Man, uh, what, what was his name? Uh, Tommy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell, even Kate, episode one, she just fucking scaled the building and broke in. What? This place is not secure. So, yeah. Um, here's a scene that fucked me up mentally. We come back from commercial, and there's a set of legs walking towards Alice. And I'm thinking in my head, trying to quickly remember everything that happened in this episode. I was like, okay, did Mary come back? No, nah, this motherfucker got some Louboutins and, you know, the slow walking. We reveal that it's Catherine now. How did you feel about this? Catherine? I like that shit. Cause it's, mm. it's, it came full circle. Mm. I like that shit a lot. I'm mm. like, what? Yes. So, okay. Like a certain thing in previous Bat Batwoman episodes where I'm like, man, they could have did more with mm-hmm. that or did something. Mm-hmm. And it seems like with this episode, they did that without really having me complain mm-hmm. too much. Because mm-hmm. that scene, I'm like, who in the hell is that walking up? Yeah. Is up being Catherine. I'm like, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right, I like this shit. Yeah. Now, I'm of two minds. I will say, when I saw Catherine show up, I assumed she was alive, and by some shit that happened with the multiverse and colliding, I was like, okay, well, she's alive. Well, by the yeah, same I logic. That too. Yeah, I, I felt like, well, shit. If two Beths, only one can survive, I'm thinking, okay, this motherfucker would have almost been dead, but the worlds collide, and now this world's Catherine is already dead. But she's just a figment of um, of Alice's imagination. Cool. I think it speaks to a larger kind of psychological issue that Alice has, and I don't know if they're going to dive into that. But I was like, y'all could just make her be a main character on here, just be a part of... Alice's mental illness and just have her pop up 
like in Ally McBeal. Every time a motherfucker died in Ally McBeal, they were still on that, that fucking too. show. So Ally McBeal, then um, even in Titans, man, there was an episode. Um, I, I believe it was the episode before um, Jason Todd was going to commit suicide, mm-hmm. and the entire episode, Bruce kept following Dick Grayson around. Okay, it was okay. Like he was just haunting him, just talking shit to him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they should they should do that more. Like I was say shit. You you would bring her back on the show. She could be on the show every episode, and she don't really got to do shit. Like she does that. I don't know. I guess I could just keep thinking of representation. I thought Catherine was a cool ass character. I felt like they killed her too soon. I personally, that's how I feel. But you know, um, but whatever. You know what happened? We had that one little scene, and I loved it. I love seeing Captain back again. Um, they were arguing about, oh, my sister going to come and save me. I'm the one she loved and such and such. And uh, I think Alice told her, like, go to hell. And she was like, yeah, well, in the event that your sister don't save you, I'll save a seat for you in hell. I was like, all right, okay. <laughs> well, I got a little bit of, you know, I'm feeling it. Um, so then we go under underground to the, to the Batcave, and we're talking about... You know, oh, sis, you're a Batwoman? Yeah, that's me. And we're doing this and we're doing that. Uh, Mary, I think either right before or right after the raid, had let Kate know she had something. She didn't say she had a cure. I think she said, I I found something or I have something. Which is pretty much that I can cure one of these motherfuckers. Now, you tell me if I'm wrong or, or what, but... I didn't think this was going to be an issue. Like, the fact that Kate said, um, is there enough for two? Because she wanted to save both her sisters. That didn't... Like, why the fuck would you want to save both? Like, yeah. That was weird to me. I don't know, man. Because even in episode 10 of her saying that, you're dead to me. Like, you're nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mentioned numerous times how much you hated her. Um, even at the the end of the episode, what episode is that? Five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When I parted ways. You and your dad met up. He's like, "Oh, I hate her." Yeah. Standard. Blah blah blah. And then now you bump into this the one that you want as your sister that yeah. you wish to be Beth is in front of your face. Yeah. You have a hard time with that. Mm-hmm. And and I I get the hesitation. As far as this being my sister from this universe, I do. But like you said, you already said you did to me. Fuck you. And you and your feelings can change. But what is stopping you from just giving it to Beth? Like Alice is that you don't even have to kill Alice. You just have to give the antidote to Beth and Alice will die. Like that's, that's just what that's, you aren't killing her. <coughs> Um, but I like that Mary was like, how the fuck is this the odd decision? You can either go back to the clinic and save the chick that killed my mother, or you can go to this motherfucking astrophysicist chick who is perfect and everything you ever wanted and save her. And I don't even think that was a selfish comment on her part, because it's like, this motherfucker killed it's my fucking selfish. mama. So, not selfish. like, bro, you, you liquidize my mama's insides, basically. Yeah, you saved my life. Then, on top of that, 
post my mom's death, you go into her grave site to fuck with her fucking tombstone. Yes, yes. Fan, fuck out of here, bro. Like, <laughs> at some point, you got to separate yourself and be like, what What are the pros and cons? Yes, I might love my crazy-ass sister, but I have the possibility to reset my sister with this other motherfucker who has not killed my stepsister's mama, who has not terrorized Gotham, who has not been through the traumatic life that, like, I I think, I just think it would have been an easy choice, but apparently not. So she struggles with that. And I do like how the show gave us a little bit and gave, and not, not a lot. Because, spoiler alert, we she does give the antidote to Beth. But the way that the show set up, like the conversation with Catherine and Alice, the conversation with Mary and Kate, the conversation um, at the very end, I thought it was going to go one way, and it did not. Um, so Kate goes to the uh, hospital, and she sits with Alice, and she's like, hey, sis, um... Let's talk. And as soon as she has to break the news to her that no, I didn't bring I didn't bring the drug the cure for you. I gave it to my real sister, not to you. And um this was it was good. I like that. I like that. This is the part of um of Kate's acting in this episode that I did enjoy. Uh she was very somber, she was very you know, I, 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 in both in both scenes, in the Batcave and the hospital, I felt like okay, this is more her lane. She doesn't do a lot of emotion. She doesn't do a lot of energy. This works. Um, how did you feel about the two deaths that would be deaths? Uh, I, I, I like the altering of both scenes. How they went back to how they played it back from the, the Mary's hospital. And then Wayne Enterprise in the, in the Batcave. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. But I was like, <clears throat> excuse me. I was like, where is this building up to? I feel like something. Because mm-hmm. this can't just end on this real sad somber note. It, mm-hmm. it can't do that. Something has to happen. Yeah. But as far as that goes, this scene switching back and forth, I really like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I um I like them both. Uh, but I am more partial to Alice, so I really love the Alice scene. And I like that Kate and Alice share a moment that's a very complicated moment. You know their history, and even in this moment, like she finds out her sister did not come to save her. But then there's kind of no, no one else she would rather be up under while taking her last breath. And I really, really enjoyed that. I thought that was a phenomenal scene between them two. Because out of all the shit that they've been through for 12 fucking episodes, to end it right here, woo, that was some shit. Um, So, Beth gets the cure, and Kate says to Luke, hey, get her the fuck out of here to the next town over, get her to a hospital or some shit. Which kind of bothers me because I look at Gotham like New York or New Jersey. Mainly New York. It's a big city. I understand that there are cities around New York that people maybe don't know everything that goes on in New York. 
But I feel like if Alice is terrorizing Gotham City, Gotham Township that's like right outside of Gotham City would be aware of who Alice is. Am I wrong? No. So how are you taking her one town over? It. How, everybody might not be as invested in Alice, but we know she, Batman has been gone for three years. Alice has been fucking up shit for the last six months at least. There have been serial killers. I know there's a lot of shit going on, but Alice has been a constant in the news. So how is she safe just like a town or two over? I, and why do you protecting her, bro? Like, I, that's her just irritate. Like, I know to keep the show going, the plot and everything going, but it's like, I guess it's the way it's written. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You would ask the obvious. I was like, okay, how is this a hard choice for you to make? Mm-hmm. At the same time, I was like, okay, you want her on the next town over. It's like, why are you at the same time protecting her? Like, that, come on, fam. Like, it, if you can keep her alive, keep her alive, but lock her ass up too. It, my other concern with that is okay, so Beth gets the cure and you take her one town over. What happens next? Like, is she going to get plastic surgery? Are you not going to explain that there are two Alice? Like, cause my thing is, if you have two bodies, one dead and one alive, that should be very easy to say, okay, this is Alice. This is the motherfucker who's been going crazy. This is my sister. Like, I didn't feel like there was a real plan for Beth after she got out of the city. Now, does she stay away from Gotham forever? Does she go to Central City? Is she going on another show? What happens? What happens to her then? Who? Um. Yeah. So Luke, the uh, the help, the Negro, magical Negro. He puts uh Rachel on the back of his bike. Which, uh, since when has he been? I don't know. That kind of cool. Um. Meanwhile. Daddy Dearest has Mouse locked up. Which, how did you get him out of the hospital? Like, yeah, you drugged him, but how did you get him out of the hospital? Remember I said that he had easy access to escape in that next shot when she walked out and there was nobody outside? Well, yeah, so nobody was there. You're right. You're absolutely. Wait a minute, man. This is stupid. So (laughs) he has Mouse (laughs) chained up, locked up in some room, and he pulls up, he walks away. Then we got, we we get Luke and Beth pulling up at like a parking garage or something. It was radioed into somebody on the Crow Network that Batwoman has the girl. But I was like, how do you know that that's, I mean, well, no. It's easy enough to assume probably because they're on a motorcycle and Batwoman rides a motorcycle. But how do you know that that's not just some punks who live in Gotham just driving around being crazy? So they give the location. Uh, all the while, Alice is dying in her sister's arms. Kate is crying. I, I was I was a little moved. And then we see Sophie with a sniper rifle, like across the street, with the gun pointed at Beth's head. I uh, I felt like I know you mad at her, and I know I'm all for killing. But why would you even attempt to kill her? Why not, like, shoot her, I don't know, in the arm, leg, or something? But on top of that, 
does Sophie not know? I know she probably doesn't know who Luke is, but you see her with somebody you've never seen before who's not dressed up as the Wonderland gang. This just felt like a weird scene. Um, She's not even aware of the whole, like, different universes. And right. Multiverse, all of that. If Kate had a fucking just... To aim the the sniper rifle at her. At her head, yes. Play Alice, but it's not Alice. She doesn't have the same hair color, nothing like that. So it's like... I'm, yeah, I'm, that confuses me out. That, that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, because yeah, you could say, oh, well, Alice might be in a disguise. Yeah, she could be. But I do put a lot of that on Kate. If you had to fucking explain to her there's two Alices running around here, that may have gave her some pause, which she did pause because she didn't shoot the girl in the head. But she, Beth was still shot down through the chest. Mm-hmm. Luke grabbed onto her, and I know this ain't where they were going, but I was thinking, this black man is with this dead white woman in the middle of nowhere. He is not going to make it out. I was like, oh, shit, Luke. You just can't win for fucking losing. But that's not the route they took. But I was I was very nervous. Um, we look up to see that Mouse's father has also had a rifle or a sniper gun and, and killed Beth. Right. Which breaks the curse and brings Alice back to life. Which Alice wakes up and she says, you killed me. She grabs a, what, like a bedpan or something and knocks Kate over the head and the screen goes black. First of all, bruh, what? I I would have just killed Alice. She don't care, bro. She don't care. This shit is weird. Why would you send Beth away? Like, No, 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 hold up. You have access to Batman wealth and technology. It should have been simple as the fuck to get Beth out of Gotham. You own a jet. You got a fucking car. You got access to tunnels and shit. You mean to tell me there's no way you could have gotten Beth the fuck out of here? I don't know. On top of that, plot going. Yeah, it's a lot of plot going on. God damn it, and not the but right I, one. Yeah, I like. I kind of like how she she kind of after being shot, and then Alice just I right, fuck this shit. Yeah, pow, like across the head. This is like, bruh, she ain't gonna change, bruh. She don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and but I felt hurt even more in that moment. Like okay, all the shit I've been through, everything. At least I was I was dead. I was gone. I come back to life to know that this motherfucker didn't even want to save me. I feel like Alice should just turn completely evil and say fuck this family shit and just fuck up Kate's life. Because at this point, bitch, you killed me. You and I you. You, what's that? What's that saying? If you pull out a gun, you better uh, kill me, or you better shoot me. Because if you don't, I'm gonna whoop you. Some shit like that. You brought a gun to a knife fight, and you didn't use that motherfucker. So now I gotta whoop your ass. Who? Yeah, I'm. I I don't know. Uh, shit. Who? Fuck it. Who's your MVP? Who? Who gets your Mary? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, that's mine too. I, 
Yeah. You run away from you, like, hopped on her, man. I say, fam. Yeah. What's happening right now? She was the most competent person in this episode. She coming up with ideas when they get to the checkpoint. Oh, I could I could be in labor. I could have an asthma attack. She's looking at the damn shit in the the telescope and telescopes. Stellas, what the magnifying shit? And she like, well, your cells are doing this, doing that. She whoop Alice's ass. She get like, yeah, she she was on it. She was more useful than Luke. So sad. Um, who's your least favorite? <clears throat> uh, Kate. Ah, good choice. Cause she was trash. Uh, yeah, yeah. She didn't really do a lot. Um, I'm gonna go with Sophie. Uh, well, Sophie and Jacob, but really Sophie. Cause what is this relationship? What are y'all even doing? How? What are y'all? So, I'm going to go with Sophie and Jacob as my least. Um, and then, what What about, out of 10 bats, what are you rating this episode? Um, I'll give this one 8. Okay. I did, I did enjoy this one. Yes. I'm giving it a solid 7.5. Um, the, the, what stopped me from giving it an 8, though I know this is a, a comic book show, and I know they only have a certain amount of time, but a lot of that shit dealing with Mouse and kind of continuity stuff that I felt like what the fuck are y'all really doing um and even the black man saving him came out of nowhere so for that I give it a 7.5 but I think it's up there as a great episode as well man um shit final thoughts man predictions question comments concerns um yeah I I did like this episode and I did rewatch what was it, episode five, and then was it episode eight before uh-huh. the for the crossover? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, man, um, this is up there with those two. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, what but I st- it's still episode five for me. Yeah, no, no, I'm with it too. Um, I I liked it, but I think that backstory. I, I, the backstory was the best and all the little bits of information we get about Alice going forward just reinforces how good that episode was because look at the fucking trauma she's had to endure to the point where now I'm feeling even sympathetic towards Mouse like that so yeah I have to say 5 is probably my, my top tier best episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes sir well, uh, shit. Let these folks know where they can find you, support you, cyber stalk you, and all that, that good shit. I can find me on social media, on Instagram and Twitter at I Sid Davis. Um, I have a podcast called the Social Introvert Podcast. I drop every Wednesday and Thursday, and you can find me on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast and anywhere that you can get podcasts I'm available yes indeed yes indeed and of course you can find me uh, Twitter Carefree Blurred all other social media Carefree Black Nerd all of the links to Sid's shows and social medias and shit will be in the show notes uh, as are mine 
as usual uh so click on those and support and follow there or again remember to use that hashtag kig pod when you're listening to this podcast if you got questions comments concerns you agree disagree with the shit we didn't say it that's cool too and when you're live tweeting with us on sunday nights do that and um shit till next time stay carefree stay nerdy stay geeky and stay the fuck away from alternate universe selves because uh, you're going to get your ass fucked up. Both of y'all going to have headaches. And uh, one of y'all got to die. So, uh, Team Mary. Here we go. This universe is literally not big enough for the both of us. Episode 12 is called Take Your Choice. It's written by Ebony Gilbert and directed by Tara Mille. Her sister Beth from another universe and evil Alice both get these piercing migraine headaches and collapse, leaving us to wonder what the heck is going on. The Earth's balance can't handle the existence of two Beth Canes. We discover very quickly that this is an anomaly from the crisis and one of them cannot survive. I want her dealt with. For good. Sophie, who has become the commander of the Crows, gives an order to her team. If you see Alice, shoot to kill. The Crows, not knowing that there is a good Beth out there, and we're left wondering, oh my gosh, which one's going to live, which one's going to die? You are not me. It was important for me as the showrunner about women to have some takeaway from Crisis that was grounded to the reality of our show. Feels like I'm back on my earth. And it's just a normal day, just chatting to my sister. The whole series thus far has been about Kate's relationship with her twin sister, Alice. You still just feel like the best friend I've had my whole life. We're best friends. Yeah. We thought it would make perfect sense. There could be one anomaly that happens as a result of this crazy event. What if she gets her sister back and what would that look like? And so that got us thinking, you know, how can we turn that into drama? Here's the making of lost time.